Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stream. My name is Stone Mountain 64. This is the Fireside Gaming Podcast. It is currently October 11th, 2019. Uh, every time I, every time I start these, now that we do them every other week, I'm literally like, man, there's so much to talk about and it just, it, it just gets, it just gets more and more. It, it's absolutely insane, but, uh, Hey, it's good. It's fun. So I hope you guys enjoy listening to these. If you don't know, I do put all of these up on my, uh, podcast, all the podcasting platforms, Spotify, you name it. There is a link in the description. If you are watching this on Facebook last week, we decided to do these as a, just out for everybody all at the same time, public stream. In the past, we did these a little early access for people that are supporting me. We kind of tried to do something along the lines of this when I was using Patreon, and then I kind of switched over. Now I'm doing it with supporters, but instead we're doing it as a uh, supporter-only chat during it, and then I also take some questions from it. So that's uh, that's kind of cool. These have been going pretty well. I'm going to be switching some stuff up on YouTube as well, and there, there's some fun stuff coming for the channel overall. But... That's not what I wanted to get into today. We're going to talk some gaming and such. Uh, the first thing I did want to talk about, though, was my trip to visit St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Uh, full on, uh, I'm super happy to be plugging them whenever I can. I, I've done some events for them in the past. I've uh, competed on their behalf in the past in some Pro-Am events. And uh, it, I knew a little bit about them going into it from everything that I've heard and you know from people's stories or the creators and such, but if you don't know, they invited myself as well as a few other content creators. They've done it a lot across the content creation space, but this was more a group of Facebookers that had went out. Uh, I had posted a photo of it. A lot of a lot of people have of us going out to, which was really cool. And they invited us out. They they brought us out for it. Um, gamers in general, not just. I mean, there's a lot, been a lot of people that have done it on Facebook, which is incredible. Uh, but just in general, like. Uh, game, uh, th- there's been so many huge, huge events, Guardian Con, obviously, um, and, and so many amazing things that have been happening for it. And I, I really didn't know all that much other than, you know, it was an awesome cause and, you know, they're uh, helping kids with cancer and, and fighting cancer. So it was a really interesting experience to be able to go and really just see and learn about it. That's what I wanted to do was just learn about what it was they were doing. And I talked about this on my stream already over the last few days, but I wanted to just kind of recap it a little bit here too. Uh, and just to help raise awareness because even, you know, I think a lot of people are like me. They might know a couple things of what's going on and, and maybe not fully everything, but uh, I was just blown away going there and seeing everything that they are doing. And it just it just really raised my interest even more in terms of helping them as well as other nonprofit organizations and, and what they're doing. Like besides this one, so many other great organizations out there. But uh, I, I think what was the most remarkable thing to me is how deep it goes. You go in and... Basically, it's not funded by just a few people that are giving millions of dollars. It's literally just people like you guys, people people like myself, who are giving small contributions through the year. Uh, and there's just so many people that that's what's funding all of this, which is allowing kids who have cancer to come in and get completely taken care of in terms of their treatment. If a doctor feels like the best route for them is to do an MRI every single day and to get XY treatment, they don't need to go to an insurance company or get approval from anybody else or sit down with the parents and be like, hey, this is a conversation that we need to have of like, can you afford the treatment of whatever this crazy expensive treatment is? I I don't know a lot about medical stuff. I know that it's super expensive and they just take care of it fully for them. And that's funded by people Uh, just giving small contributions and so many people it's truly incredible. You walk in the door and it, it's it's a hospital. Uh, it was down in Memphis, Tennessee, where I went to, and it's a hospital, but it's also it doesn't it doesn't quite feel like a standard hospital. And it, it's for kids, and I feel like they do a good job of making that as well. Even just the small details of making them feel as great and give them the best experience possible. Even like one of the things that stood out to me was like, they, they have, they have like a prom for them, uh, for everybody. And it was just, it's so, it's so remarkable, uh, to see everything that they were doing. 
and I, I'm just repeating myself a bunch, and I, I talked about this more on my stream too, but to see how well that they take care of everybody and their families as well, giving them places uh, they have like homes that are provided. We went and visited. They have a, a house that was built by Target, basically, which is kind of like a hotel type of um, uh, type of a building, but they're basically apartments that are long term stay, and they provide it for patients that are going to be there for a long time. Uh, everything was thought of in terms of like too, like if they got to come out for uh, a and they're going to be gone for a test, like they'll provide one-on-one teachers, testing. I mean, I had no idea the depth of everything that was taken care of. And um, I'm really impressed. And I, 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 they they asked me like, you know, they nothing. Like I, I went out and they're just like, they're just happy and so thankful that uh, myself and all of us could be there and, and to help raise awareness and to... Uh, help contribute and like they never asked me for anything they didn't ask me to talk about it they didn't ask me to post anything but I am more it's like but what they're doing is so great that like I I just ha- like I just have to talk about it and, and want to talk about it and that's one of the things like uh, and people have been asking too oh well, what do you you want to do a, a stream or when are you going to do another stream and like, I always want to be like, I want to do something really fun and unique and different with, or have like a big event or whatever. But I feel like I try and get into my head too much on, on a lot of stuff too. And just doing something and just talking about it. Sometimes it's just the best answer. And so I'm just said, let's just do it, man. Next week, we're going to be doing a charity stream. So if you guys do want to give uh, some money to St. Jude's, I want to find some other great organizations to help as well. And we could do this every year, whatever it might be. Um, but next Friday, if you guys, uh, want to join in, we're just going to do a stream. Most likely it'll be some apex, maybe some games. Maybe we'll have some like, you know, maybe I'll donate extra or something if I hit a win or whatever it might be. But on the 18th, we're just going to do it. We're just going to stream. I'm going to put in the banner that, uh, you guys can give money to St. Jude's on it. So it'll be a fun way to do it. If you guys, you know, are are interested in it and want to join in for that and be part of a, be part of a fun thing. So we're going to do that. Um, again, they didn't ask me to do anything, but I, I just, I, how could I not dude? You know what I mean? Like it's so good. Anyways, anyways, I talked about this a lot already on my stream too. So I wanted to mention that at the top. Um, and just to give a huge shout out to anybody who is helping to contribute to all this. Um, I feel like I'm still trying to figure out the best way that I can help in any means, you know, I'm learning with all of this as much as everybody else is. And to see so many huge strides that have been made in the gaming community before me and to learn from them and to uh, see how we could do stuff is awesome. Uh, teamwork make the dream work indeed, chat. Uh, the other huge thing that's been going on is Apex Legends. Switching back over to uh, some more gaming here. Apex Legends has uh, been out for... I don't know. What is it? Two weeks since the update? Maybe a week or two? I, have, I haven't I have got as much time because I was gone traveling. I haven't got as much time into it as I've wanted to as of late. But we got the vault open. We've got, we can see, we've seen everything started to come out. And I've been getting a massive amount of questions of what do I think about it? Do I think it's going to keep lasting? D- talking about the guns, everything that they've put, that they've put in terms of the changes on this. Uh, there's, there's a lot. Let's start with the gun. Uh, they added the charge rifle and the, the new room. Awesome. Honestly, though, the changes that they made to this season don't feel as dramatic to me. And I, I don't know chat, if you guys agree with this or not, I haven't really talked to anybody else about it, but to me, it doesn't feel like there's been a super big change in the meta of the game compared to what we saw from season one to season two. Like, they added disruptors and hammer points, and that was such a huge shift in terms of the way the game was played. It became super overpowered to that. Like, I switched up all the guns I was using. Now I feel like they've, they went, they were one direction very steep. Then season two came out and it shifted another direction very steep. And now season three is out, and I feel like it balanced everything out, which is fine. That's, it's a good way to go with it too. But it made it so everything feels more equal. I will say, I think the charge rifle is freaking insane. And this is kind of a bigger question in terms of games and their balance decisions in general. Like you'll see with like, 
you know, some some class based games, sometimes the cla- some classes are more overpowered than other classes are and then they shift it. And that's part of the meta is some of the classes are just better and it forces you to use those. I think that's still a part of it in a sense, but it feels a lot more normalized in terms of, you know, I feel like I could use almost any gun. Maybe that's a good thing. It feels kind of similar to me, though. I, it doesn't feel like there was a really big change in terms of the way that I'm playing the game. Yes, the anvil rounds are awesome. I have been taking that more. And some of the tweaks I've made have been good, but it just feels very similar to me. On the opposite side, though, this is what I noticed coming into Season 2, is the map changes feel so good. I am so happy that they decided to completely change the map and go with a new map rather than just changing the map like Fortnite has done for so long. And we'll talk more about Fortnite and some of that in a second, but I want to stay on this for now. The fact that it's just completely new, this is what I was hoping in Season 2, for example, was going to happen was with all the map changes and everything that they had changed in it, that we would have a different environment that felt good, like it just felt different to go into, but it basically, in that case, it almost felt the exact same in Season 2. I was pretty bored. At the end of Season 2, I was pretty... I was pretty desperate. That's why I was happy that they did some of these events as well, which is good. The solo mode, so good. Even though apparently it didn't really work out as well from what I've been told. It's like it wasn't that great. Then keep players as well. So I don't know if they're going to do it or not. I'm hoping they do again because I really liked it. But, you know, some of these things are like the sniper shotgun mode, right? Like that's... I'm so happy they did that. And now with Season 3 launch, they they had the map change, and it seems like, I don't know what their pacing is going to be, but it seems like they're going to keep up with the pacing, right? Season 3 just launched. Within a month, we're going to be getting a new mode. This Halloween event that's coming, it's going to have a new mode, which is back on the old map at night. Maybe that has some other changes with it. I don't know, but that's like, that again, is almost like a completely another new map. Within a month, and this new mode, which is something with zombies, and they're le- they're teasing a revenant maybe, which is like another character or whatever. If they keep up with that pace, that's sick. Imagine after this event, which goes on for two weeks, they drop another limited time mode event. Maybe it's the golden only mode, and now we have more content to actually play. Like that's that's just all I want. I, I want some more stuff to, because I play the game so freaking much. I just I love it. Now, I'm happy with the current map right now. Like, I don't feel like I'm in any rush for the Halloween event. I'm sure a lot of people are, but I'm pretty good. I think maybe because I was gone on the trip or whatnot, but like, I'm good with where we're at right now. For the next for the next few, like, I haven't even gotten into ranked yet. I got to get into ranked, start grinding for Predator again. I am going to be doing a road to Predator for season two or season three, which it's kind of series two, but season three. And I did that for the last season. We hit Apex Predator the day before Season three came out. I kind of waited to the last minute. Hopefully we won't wait that long this time. It is going to be like four months of this though. So I'm hoping they keep it fresh enough over this. Yeah, the event's going to be on the 15th. Jetson. Yeah, that's pretty soon. All right, that's, all right, that's really soon. I'm going to have to get cracking here. Uh, <laughs> maybe we wait till after the event in order to... Uh, uh, yeah, maybe we wait till after the event to start doing the ranked... Because we're going to have a long time on this season. It's content, baby. There's a lot of content coming. It's going to be good. Um, But with the Halloween event, they're also doing uh, another tweak on how they're creating the, uh, the monetization. Like, okay, it's a free game. You can play the game for free. You never need to buy anything. No pay to win. Awesome. But they're doing it through cosmetics. Uh, And I actually found this good article or not article, but thing through IGN, and they basically summarized pretty well what was going on with this. So I figured let's just play this and look at this, and then um, and then we'll talk about it instead of... Uh, yeah, so let's do that. Give me a second here uh, because I actually didn't have this up. But they even talk about what happened the last, because if you didn't know, the last event that happened was very, very heated very controversial. Respawn discussed changes coming to their event structures in response. Hold on, I'll make it full screen so those of you guys who are watching it can also see it. Um, uh, 
Sorry about that. There we go. To the negative feedback to the Iron Crown collection event. This sentiment didn't quite align. So the Iron Crown was the last one. This is where they had, I, I don't know how much it was, like 200 bucks or something. And if you wanted to get everything unlocked and there was no way to actually get it unlocked, you had to gamble for but it by Vincent going through the Apex packs. Now they've basically, and then they reverted after about a week to make it so you could specifically buy the items you want. That to me, it was the most important issue is like, I don't like the fact that you have to just get these by luck and, and gamble for it. I, I really, CEO of I don't, I don't like it. Now it's different because I just bought them all anyways and I was planning on doing that. So it really wasn't even gambling for me because there's also no duplicates, but it's also an outrageous price for it. And it's stupid for everybody else who just wants a specific item or whatever it might be. Like, I think Fortnite does it better in that sense in terms of you just buy the specific item you want an and that's an it. Interview with us. So this was, I think she said this is, uh, to the negative feedback to the Iron Crown collection event. This sentiment didn't quite align with what Vince Sempella, CEO of Respawn, stated in an interview with us. The Iron Crown event went really well, except for the, you know, the minor backlash. It, uh, it did really well for us. There was a lot of engagement. Players loved it. So we're going to, you know, continue to try to push content out where we can be fair about it. But at the same time, we are running a business. We do want to make money. But let's look at how the Fighter Fright event is actually structured in response. So to this, this is the new event, and how the they're, event they're how they're going to be doing this. We looked we looked at this a little bit. Premium cosmetics that players can unlock in one of three ways: direct purchase for Apex coins using real money, direct unlock with crafting medals, and random unlocks with event Apex packs. Players now have the option to unlock with earnable currency or crafting medals instead of outright spending money. The pricing for direct purchasing remains at 1,800 Apex coins, approximately 18 US dollars for legendaries, and 1,000 Apex coins, approximately 10 US dollars for epics. The amount of crafting medals required to unlock legendaries is 2,400, while epics require 800 crafting medals. See, but the crafting material is stupid though because you still have to basically pay in order to get crates to open up crafting material. And then that's how you can craft. But, and I guess you can get it through uh, the event, like, or playing through the season pass as well. But once you get to level 100, you cannot get any more crafting material through earning it. You only earn crafting material through playing the game for the first 100 levels, then you stop. And then you just keep getting the apex point coin legend tokens or whatever they're called, which unlock legends in the future if you play enough. But to me, like, that needs to be changed. So every time you level up or every other time or maybe every 10th level, you get a pack or you get crafting material or something in addition so you can keep getting these things and actually earn it, even if it's just a little bit. Like, it, it, to me, there needs to be something where you're not just paying for this because you'll see you'll see what the pricing but is for this thing. in addition to that, the event Apex packs have replaced event currency, crowns, for example, from the last event with two additional non-event loot drops. Yeah, those crowns so are kind of stupid. So each event pack will yield one event item, epic or legendary, and two non-event items ranging from rare to legendary drops with it's so, no It's all so complicated, It's important man. to note, Fighter Fright does so have a similar setup to the Iron Crown with unlocking heirlooms, with players needing to obtain the entire event collection of Rewards before the heirloom is the melee weapon, right? Like the wraith knife, However, the bloodhound this axe. This time around, the heirloom is a free unlock after players have earned all event rewards this instead is, of requiring this is an much better. payment of thirty five hundred apex coins. Yeah, this was this was pretty stupid. After you got everything unlocked, then you had to pay even more to get the axe. Which is about 35 US dollars. This feels like a step in the right direction for balancing out the pricing of collection events. Just to quickly recap, the Iron Crown event had massive problems with monetization, not the event cosmetic. I'm gonna skip ahead here. Rid of pointless event currency, and since you could argue you're just paying for a normal loot box, but rare, epic, or legendary loot. It does appear that the pricing for packs are still at 700, a slightly more balanced way to present collection. I'm events. seeing if she talks about, about the, the, the new setup. pricing. Do uh, basically, the new pricing is that the the next thing is going to be free. You can still buy the specific items. Like to me, it seems like it's going in a a better direction, but it's still ridiculous. It's still a bit ridiculously priced. And the other thing is, like, if they're going to be doing these events two times a month, three times a month, then uh, you know it's going to get it's going to start getting ridiculously expensive if you didn't notice if you're watching this right now little bear just flew in uh flew into the screen with his pizza toy uh bear do you want to say hello oh, gosh. 
Okay. You guys are going to have to go watch this on, on the video version of this. Okay, Bear, don't boot me. Bear, you're grounded. Bear! <laughs> All right. Absolutely ridiculous. That's my, that's my pup. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, to me, like, a, a better solution is... <laughs> Is creating a way to uh, to make it so we can actually earn crafting material packs, something other than that. And I mean, I guess I get it too. Like the whole point of it is they want to have this be extraordinarily exclusive, just like the Counter Strike knives. Which Counter Strike is a whole another game. I'm not very. I never got into the the gambling of that. And oh boy, that's a whole another. That's a whole another big issue from a, a while ago. And they've changed some stuff, but. Counter-Strike has uh, knives that are extremely rare. Of course, you can trade those too. So the value of what you get from that, you can actually sell it on the open market. Um, it's just different. And to their credit, they can kind of do whatever they want. And I'm just happy it doesn't actually affect the way the game plays. I think it'd be great if the price was lower and more accessible. Um but I also like I, I create content on it, and it's this game is one of my primary games that I play. Uh, it's how I make a living is by playing it, and uh, at least a portion of what I do. And so, uh, you know, I'm probably gonna get it, but I don't know. Maybe it's something I need to reevaluate, and uh, you know. I, I, I I don't know. I, I think it is something that I need to look at and keep thinking about. I'm still trying to figure a lot of this stuff out as well, man, honestly. But I'm going to keep trying to push as much as I can to try and, you know, see where see where things can get better. Uh, I was alluding to before, though, that you see this freaking Fortnite. They're, they're doing it again, chat. They're doing it again, straight, straight up. And we don't know, we don't know, but it looks like they're going the route. And I mean, okay, I, okay, I'm, I'm teasing a bit, but okay, let me just tell you, Fortnite apparently is coming out with their chapter two. This is what was leaked onto their store literally today, I think, this morning. Let me see. I'll show you guys the image here as well. You can look it up. It's really nothing crazy as well, but it's Fortnite Chapter 2. I'm going to see if I can make this bigger for you. That's what she said. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Uh, mainstream. This was the image, Fortnite Chapter 2. It's a valley which looks like what appears to be a new map. Fortnite's going down the route of creating a new map rather than refreshing their map. For the last 10 seasons, they've just been updating their map rather than dropping a new one. This is where I was joking that, you know, Apex Legends decides to come out with their new map. Okay, Fortnite, you know, they copied the respawning, uh, you know, they created the respawn vehicles after Apex created the respawn vehicles. You know, I, it, neither here nor there. This is what's happening. They, sh they This leaked on uh, the apex store or on xbox or oh, no i think it was on the app on the mobile store and this was the image that was captured which is basically three characters that are looking out over a valley with water river running through it people are saying that uh potentially this is a new map rather than it being a refresh of the map now i don't really know this looks pretty similar to the old map anyways and they've literally changed that map so much that I wouldn't be surprised if it is just a tweak to the current one, but this is what people are currently saying. I've read a lot of people. I was watching some videos about this as well. It looks like Fortnite is going to be going down the route of a different map. It looks like there's some boats in the water down there too, so it's looking like we might have some of that in into the new season. I haven't been playing a lot of Fortnite lately, and to me, this it seems like this is going to be... Okay, so chapter two, they do 10 seasons, and then they go to the next chapter. I think this is the format that they're looking to do. And so this is basically, like, to me, this looks like if you take out the chapter there, because that's in a different language there, I can't even, whatever, it just says Fortnite 2, right? Like, I think this might be the iteration of the second Fortnite coming, um, which is interesting because it's been such a consistent game, and typically if it is, like, number two and it is, like, a 
then it's it's a more significant change, whether that's some type of gameplay mechanic change, maybe building complete revamp, like maybe some deeper revamp happens here. Could be a retexture of the island, some people in chat are saying. There's a there's a lot of different directions it could go. Um but to me, I'm pretty much I've been pretty done with Fortnite lately. Every season, it's pretty cool. We went back last season, we got some solo wins. I want I challenged myself at the beginning of last season to go back and see how I could do in it. We ended up getting a we ended up getting a couple solo wins, a couple squad wins. I definitely was not very good, especially compared to what I used to be in the game. But I could I could still compete. That's what I you know I went out and challenged myself for. We did, did okay. Still got stomped by a bunch of kids though. So you know, uh, yikes. Uh, I'm just reading chat a little here. Psh, they're saying. Fortnite. Yeah, I know a lot a lot of my audience isn't really thrilled about Fortnite. I don't know where you guys listening stand on it, but I haven't been playing it much lately. I'm kind of just I think this is a greater problem. I actually saw Noah J tweet tweet this out, and I really it kind of resonated with me. I think part of the problem with he's basically saying part of the problem of battle royales is when the audience becomes, or the, the general player base becomes too good at them. And I feel like that hit home for Fortnite. It also hit home for PUBG as well to a degree. Some people do really like the aspect of everybody's super good. You got to compete at that level. Like that's what ranked is in Apex Legends. Everybody is so good that then it's a better competition. But also a big part of it is like, if you are not good and you're trying to get into it, but everybody else is so extraordinarily good that you never have a chance to even get into it in the first place, that's also a problem. And people are, there's such a huge skill gap in Fortnite and people are so freaking good at it. It's it's a thing that I say, I've heard a lot of other people say, is that people are so good that it's like, it's too sweaty, it's too crazy. Like, I don't even want to compete at that level. I can't keep up with these kids these days. Kids these days! So, I noticed a similar thing looking back at PUBG as well. When I was first playing that game, everybody sucked at it. And so, I was sucking as bad as everybody else. And I managed to get it, learn a couple of things, get a couple of advantages, learn a couple of tactics that other people weren't employing. And now I had an advantage over people. We could play pretty damn consistently and own. Everybody's so freaking good now. Eh, not everybody. But there's a lot of people that are a lot better than what it used to be. To where... You'll get crushed if you're new, a lot of times. I guess, except mobile. People always tell me, oh, I'm winning on mobile. But then everybody else says, yeah, that's because you only play with bots on mobile. Especially for the first few levels. And I'm like, okay, let's not even get into that here. But at least on PC, it's great. And actually, speaking of PUBG, they actually came out with PUBG Lite, apparently. I was playing with Wacky Jackie, great PUBG dude. I was talking with him yesterday and he said he was playing this like a free version that you can play on PC that actually runs good and it's easier to run. I'm going to be checking that out. But it's a... Uh, it was just... A, okay, I went off super tangent here, but I am really I am really interested to see if that keeps holding true. If people who are just too good keep on pushing people out and then that is, if that is a common theme of people saying like, I can't get into the game, everybody's too good at it and how do you balance that um cool i think that was uh i mean that's all this was only leaked news on fortnite too so i mean there's not really that much more to say about that we'll see i'll keep you guys posted next hopefully by next podcast we have more information on fortnite chapter two and see what details are it's going to be about if it is really going to be a huge revamp, like do they add some other new mechanic that changes the game? Sometimes too, that can break a game. If you look at like, for example, Halo 5 for me was something that I just totally did not like at all. They added these cards 
to the game where you or something where you went in and you had to get the activate something before you went into the game. It was something like what Titanfall did that I hated because you get these things that you had to use before you went into the game. And I'm like, well, I got a really good card. I want to use this, but I don't want to use it because I'm also going to just save it and I don't want to be basing myself off of this. Anyways, there could be stupid mechanics that can be added that just people don't like as much as what it was. And uh, I'm going to keep an eye on that, see how it goes. Um, oh, and the other thing, too, while I was down uh, visiting in Memphis, I talked to some of the other creators who were actually playing Destiny 2 because I had been getting some questions of people saying, are you going to go back play Destiny 2? Apparently, they just had a huge release. I played a lot of that when it first had come out as well as Destiny 1, and then I quickly dropped off on a lot of those things. I basically heard about this update that was coming out for Destiny, and I was like, uh, I I don't feel like I could get back into it at this point. I'm going to be so far behind. I got all this stuff to do if I want to catch up. It's like, I didn't think it was going to be possible, but they were telling me that when you start a new character or you start playing on this update, it automatically puts you up at like, not the max, max level, but a high, like you're already through the content. And... It sounds like it's relatively easy to get into, so I might be checking out some Destiny 2 in the foreseeable future. Obviously, there's been a lot going on, so I haven't had a whole bunch of time to get into it, but I'm, I I got interested in it, man. I, I'm not going to lie. I really, really liked Destiny. Uh, the first one, and especially actually the second one and the first raid they did, I think it was the Leviathan raid it was called on that giant ship. We went through Gauntlet. We took down the boss, like... There was, there was a bunch of different super unique, super fun bosses. We actually streamed all of it. I did a, like a nine-hour stream of the day Destiny 2 had come out, and then we did a, a full raid. I think we did it we did it with a bunch of people, but uh, we did a playthrough of the raid. Like It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. The biggest thing that I hated about Destiny, though, was that I wanted to get a specific type of leggings for my hunter, that allowed me, so when I chained everybody up with my shadow ultimate, they would go down and drop these orbs, and I'd pick the orbs up, and it recharged my ult super fast, and like, I, I saw other people get this, and I could not get it for the life of me. I kept turning in these things, and just kept getting duplicates, and there was no way for me to farm for a specific item. Now, I don't know if that's just because like I come from a background of playing World of Warcraft, and that was something I was hoping like with Destiny in the first place was... I'd be able to play Destiny and kind of rekindle some of the love that I had for WoW and like kind of get that experience, but I couldn't just go farm a specific boss to try and get an item that I wanted. It was just do all of the normal stuff you typically do and hope that you get this item. I don't know if any of that has changed. I I didn't get a chance to talk to those Destiny guys I was talking to for a long time. Um, I just got I just heard enough that it it interested me again in it. And so we might go back uh and check that out a little bit. Um, but I do want to hop over, hit some questions that people had asked, as well as chat if you guys had any. D2 is decent, some people are saying right now. Um, Orpheus Rigs is apparently what I was talking about. You can get it from Xur. I mean, I don't I don't remember it being an option to get from Xur at the time. Maybe you can now. But, uh, okay, yeah, that does sound that does sound correct. I just remember I really wanted it. And I couldn't get it. And I kept getting duplicates. And I just said, I can't do it anymore. If they had a way that I could farm a specific item, though, I would be down. Because that's literally what I do, do in WoW, right? It's like you, you try and, like, you know which items drop specific things. They're huge upgrades for you. So you want to keep farming that thing or farming that raid or whatever it is. Uh, but, again, I just don't know where the game is. The game is at right now. So I can't speak to that so much. So I don't want to get too, too deep into that. Maybe we can have... Um, Somebody try and convince me on another while we're streaming or something. That'd be fun. Uh, Greg S, though, asks, what do you think is a good team for Season 3 Apex Legends? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. I'm still figuring this out, right? But this I, this kind of alluded to what I was talking about earlier, too. I feel like the meta didn't really change all that much in Season 3. I think a great team is still... Pathfinder, Wraith, Lifeline, or instead of Lifeline, Crypto, or some type of variation of that. Actually, 
it is nice to see crypto actually being a very very good character i think he is very good i don't know how much i've talked about him actually but he is much more of a help at least in public games than watson is like watson's really good for ranked and i think that will probably i haven't seen also very high level gameplay of it because i haven't gotten into ranked yet so i don't know how the meta has shift there per se so maybe it really has i just haven't experienced it all that much yet but pathfinder to me is still one of the best characters, if not the best. It's cool to see Gibraltar also. And this is what I mean by it being normalized. Like Gibraltar got another buff to where he's pretty damn viable to play. He is, I mean, you can you can do pretty damn good with him. He could be very annoying to use sitting in his bubble, taking advantage of uh, now all of the buffs that he's, the damage reduction, his shield, faster heals in that. Like, especially because the map is so huge and there's so many sniper corridors with a charge rifle too. You get knocked by a charge rifle, Gibraltar is a beautiful counter to it. Just put the bubble down, there's nothing they can do and you'll get the res before they can fly in on you and get the finish. So, to me it seems like a lot of the team comps are approximately the same as what they were in Season 2. It wasn't like, now I'm using Mirage for some reason or, or anything, so... I don't know. I think part of it, too, is just there's not that many characters. It's something I've been saying for a long time, but there's just not that many characters in the game. Um, you know, especially if you compare it to a game like Overwatch or whatever it might be. You know, it's not like there's a crazy difference in terms of the characters that you choose. Um, Evan W. asks, do you think they should include Kings Canyon as an additional map to choose from? So we're going to basically see that tested Oh, yeah, and the R99, too, chat saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some people are saying, did you miss the nerf to the charge rifle talk? Yeah, so apparently there was some changes to it. I haven't got, again, I haven't got into all of this yet. So maybe I'll talk more about it in the next podcast. Um, but I'm just talking about what I've experienced over the last two weeks, right? And... Uh, if they did make changes, awesome. That's that's what we'll be playing and talking about, and uh, I'll recap and talk more about it in the next one. Uh, 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did see some talk of something about a charge rifle nerf or something like that, but I, I haven't gotten to play it or really test it at all. Oh, I know. yeah, the R99 was nerfed this season, Is that if that's what you're talking about, chat. But even with the R99 nerf that happened, it's still fine. It's still... I, what, they decreased the bullets by three and added a little more recoil? The gun already barely still has any recoil, so I'm still dumb. Like, that's still one of my go-tos. Yeah, anyways, uh, we'll figure out if there is any other changes for, for another one. Uh, do you think they should include King's Canyon as additional map to choose from? This is, this is interesting, and I've talked about this a lot in the past, so I don't want to get too deep on it, but here's the thing. We're going to get a basic test of this when this new mode comes out because we're going to have our base map and we're going to have this limited time mode. I think it is so genius the way that they have done this where they've they've launched it, and I think this is them listening to the community and listening to feedback, which is they launched this new map with it is the sole way that you can play this new map. It's something that really sucked about PUBG is people kept backing out of this old map nobody wanted to play because it's a new map i want to go play the new map and it's randomly putting you onto a map or even you choose whatever now it's been out for a few weeks now there's going to be a choice between going back and playing the old map on night version which is also a fun twist on it just makes it that much cooler or you can go play the regular map so or maybe they decide to not even give you an option my guess is they will because they're going to have ranked as well and this is how they've done the previous limited time modes you have three options ranked limited time mode normal game that's my guess of how this is going to happen. And do I think they should always have an option? Personally, no. Less options is is a better thing, typically, because it just keeps everybody together. It's the same thing with like DLC, and they split everybody up, and now you're playing on different versions of it. So I'm down with this, but it'll be fun to at least see how it works with both of the options and give people a chance to go back and play it. I've really been enjoying the new map. I've seen some mixed reviews. Here's the thing. It's inevitable. It's not like everybody's going to just be like, oh yeah, I love the new map. It's better than the old map. I think it's been more leaning towards that from what I can tell. Most people seem to enjoy the new map more than the old one. Um, but it's also still all very new. So we'll see another month from now where where we're, where we're at with that. Um, but I like the option of just keeping it as one map. And if Fortnite does end up adding a second map, It'll be interesting to see if they do a hard switch up. My guess is they will do the same thing that 
Apex has done because that seems to be well received by everybody too. And I think they're learning it from this as much as we all are. Um, Joey B asks, uh, oh yeah, this is, I had a couple questions on this. I want to know your thoughts on the Blizzard controversy. Just pre-ordered COD, love the game. I got a refund though and will not be playing it. I also deleted my Blizzard account. So I've been looking into this over the last literally... Uh, because people kept asking me about it, and I just did. I just don't know. I, I don't really pay attention to a whole bunch of um, political stuff or any of that. Uh, and it might not be a super great answer here for you all. Um, but let's see. How should I recap this? Basically, how it relates to the gaming scene in Blizzard is there's a competition for Hearthstone. It took place on October 6th. And one of the players who won had made a comment. I don't know if he won first place or whatever, but he won like 10 grand, which is a pretty insane. So congrats to him. He earned the win. But he said, liberate Hong Kong, um, revolution of our age. There's, you know, a whole bunch of stuff going on in Hong Kong and then you know, with China and uh, honestly, it's out of my depth of expertise to really even talk about all of that uh, without butchering it and getting a bunch of stuff about how I probably misspoke or whatever. But within the context of this, Blizzard uh, took down, uh, gave him no winnings and disqualified him and banned him from a, for a year from events and taking place in it. So a lot of people are very upset with that. They support the whatever's going, you know, like the the fight that they're doing. I don't I don't exactly know if it's that, but it's also Blizzard is conform like they, it's a huge part of their business is publishing their games to China. China has a huge audience, as you can imagine, much bigger than the states. And it seems like they're covering their own butt by doing that and just trying to appease them to make sure they can still keep their game there, keep everything going. But it is really, in my opinion, like it's just really shitty that not only is he banned for a year, apparently two the casters are banned who are, who are casting the event. And it's just, uh, it's just, it's such a mess, dude. It's such a mess. Um, I don't know if it's just my personal bias, but I am more on the side of, you know, like I, I understand like I'm an American, like to me, you should have freedom of speech. You should be able to do what you want to. On the other hand, it is Blizzard's own private event. That was, that's what they're doing. It was part of their rules. You know, it says rule section 6.1 parentheses zero. You can't do these types of things or whatever. And you're going to be disqualified with zero dollars. Um, brings you into the public disrepute, offers a portion or group of the public or otherwise damages Blizzard's image. Basically, you got to stay squeaky clean on it. And uh, that's something that a lot of times if you do any events like this, it is like, you know, you got to stay squeaky clean on whatever it is that you're doing. Like, you can't be up there swearing or promoting. Like, I can't go on a Blizzard stream and start promoting... uh, I was going to say Activision, but that's part of the same company. I can't start promoting Battlefield games on that or something. It'd be it'd be similar in that effect too, right? But that's part of what makes his statement so powerful is that he's on there saying liberate Hong Kong when he's not supposed to and understanding there's going to be repercussions from that. So if anything, I think it was a huge thing that probably ends up shining more light on this than anything that would uh, anything else that would like? I, I think he did a you know in terms of that. I think it's just super unfortunate that he's gonna lose the money, be banned for a year. Apparently the casters were too. Like it's just really bad, man. Uh, it's just really really unfortunate. And um, yeah, I mean I don't really have anything else to contribute to the conversation other than that. In terms of, uh, am I gonna boycott as well? That's the big thing. Is like everybody's boycotting it or wants to boycott it. I don't know how effective boycotts are. I also, like, I, I want to. Obviously, Modern Warfare is coming out in the next month. I really don't know what I'm going to do. Um, 
the fortunate thing is we still got Apex. We still got other games to play. And uh, we can always do other things as well. I probably didn't do the best, best explanation of that either. I, like I said, I've been trying to figure a lot of this stuff out. There's been issues like with this and the NBA and a whole bunch of other organizations and China and all of this stuff. I'm just not a big expert on any of it. And like, I'm literally trying to learn this as I'm going as well. Um, but hopefully that answers somewhat of your question or gives you some insight on it. Uh, let me see who asked that. Joey and everybody else who's been asking. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it would have been great. Yeah, boycott it. I, I mean, I think it would have been great if Blizzard honestly just uh, stuck up for him, still gave him the money. Like, it's just it's just so sad, everything that's happening. And, like, the more that I literally read about this and, and learn about it, I'm just like, Jesus, dude, this is crazy. Um, but that's also why I just try and keep my content around literally the game and what's going on and not about all the, all the other stuff, but maybe I should, maybe I should focus more on that and, uh, and figure it out. So we'll see where it is. Like I said, this is all still new. I'm still trying to even learn more about this, uh, and figure it out. I don't know where you guys are at it. If you guys got any, uh, insight or what you're going to be doing, anybody else is going to be boycotting it and, and not playing it or staying away from it. You know, uh, I'm interested what you guys think about all this too and where you're at, especially if you've, been looking into it more or have any other insight um brian g asks will apex ever have custom lobbies i hope so i i have no idea though i he's asking because he probably wants to see some tournaments as well one of the things that we were planning on doing was having some tournaments on modern warfare because they're going to have cross-platform play and they're going to have custom games but i don't know dude i don't know where the hell we're at with everything so uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, I just don't know right now, uh, but I'm ready to actually play some Apex this evening. I can tell you that much. Just get some gaming and goofing and goblin. What? Uh, UConn C asks, have you checked out COD Mobile yet? This was interesting. Yeah. If you guys didn't see, I just saw this when I was actually on my trip down to St. Jude's. The COD Mobile came out. I didn't even know this was going to be a thing. Okay, more people are talking about this. I want to just say this one thing to you because I was going to say this. In terms of boycotting it, yeah, the hard thing is too is like uh, China's such a big company or a big like resource. I don't I don't know how much of the income comes from China, but like, oh yeah. Anyways, I, I don't know. That's stupid. I got to think more about that. I got to think more about that. All right, chat. I'm getting I'm getting distracted. Um. Anyways, COD Mobile came out. I did download it on my phone, but I could, or I was trying to, but I didn't have Wi-Fi, so I couldn't actually download it. I might try it out this weekend and see what it's like. Um, but I am also thinking of trying out PUBG Lite too, which is kind of like PUBG Mobile, but on PC. I just really prefer playing on PC lately. I tried PUBG Mobile, and I actually really liked PUBG Mobile when I was playing that, I got to say, because I was traveling at that time too. I think that was when I was going to Gamescom. And it was it was just so perfect. And it, I'm just shocked at how well mobile gaming is at to where I think COD Mobile probably is a legit game. And God, it had 250,000 like five-star reviews on, at least on the App Store, on the first day when COD Mobile had launched. So it seems pretty well received. And so I'm kind of excited to try it out, but uh, I have not tried it yet, Yukon. And if it is something that all of you guys are interested in and do enjoy, definitely, definitely let me know. And we might, uh, we might explore that here on the channel too. But I do want to try, uh, again, Whack Jackie was telling me about PUBG, PUBG Lite on PC, which is basically PUBG Mobile, but on PC, that's better than what their like emulator that they had before was. PUBG regions, PUBG Lite is region locked CO. Oh, really? Well, we can always VPN and at least try it. That's what we did when we played, uh, what was that game? We was in Malaysia. Ring of Elysium. That game was initially only launched in, uh, only launched in Malaysia. And so we VPNed over to Malaysia and downloaded it and translated it to English. It was, uh, it was crazy, man. I've been obsessed with COD Mobile. So much fun. Dude, a lot of good things I'm reading here. 
It's a good watch. Interesting. We might try it then. We might try it then. Because I know, especially... Like, Call of Duty is just such a big game in general. I just... I, and I, the thing, though, again, is, like, I feel like, you know, I'm already at my PC. I already got, like, 1440p monitor. Like, I've got, I've been decking all my setup out for the last eight years in order to enjoy my PC gaming. And now you're telling me I'm going to go play on my phone, you know? <laughs> That's why I'm just hesitant to play mobile games sometimes. Because I'm like, man, I just want to play on my computer. I've got a sick setup for a reason, you know? Um, but uh, you guys are tempting me. I've heard nothing but good things. That's the thing. I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, also, Mike B asks, still enjoying the setup at the new house? Question mark. Any modifications coming? Also, stickers. So my stickers, I did send to Facebook. They got declined. Um, unfortunately. Like, I, I don't exactly know why, so I've asked. I think it could have been Little Bear sticker. If anybody in chat wants to put a Little Bear sticker up with the guns, he's got two guns and a cigar. I know you can't, like, there's there's some guidelines of, like, what's allowed, what's not allowed. That's the only one that I think might be controversial, but I already have it up now, so I feel like all of mine are fine. And that's why it's like, I got to just see, like, was it a person that reviewed it? Like, what could we do to just get this done? Yeah, there it is. It's it's Little Bear, my dog, who's got, you know, two, like, M16s and a cigar in his mouth. Looking like Rambo. Basically, I just told him to make the designer to do Little Bear meets Rambo. Mix it together. Bam! And then I have him tweak a couple things. And it is one of my favorite stickers. I always love it when I see it in the chat. Um, all the rest of them look fine to me. So... I don't know. I'm going to get, uh, but I sent over an email a few days ago. I sent over another one today. I'm going to see where they're at with it because I do want to get those through. It's not even like it's crazy different from what it, because a lot of the stickers are the same. I'm looking at them here. I've been waiting to post this image of what all of the, it's basically just a refresh of my stickers for supporters. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, you know, everything takes takes time. And especially because it's all still new and everything and people are figuring it out. Uh, but I am, Guys, I'm so enjoying the setup that I have here. It is, oh, it's it's literally such a relief because we were looking at houses and trying to find a place and trying to figure out all this stuff for so long. Um, because I just I, I felt like I I had maximized my last setup to the absolute everything I possibly could possibly do to make that setup as good as I could, and there was nothing else that I could do to get more space to do VR or to change things or to do what like there was nothing else that I could do there, and so this is like very much. An investment in my own personal family as well as my business and what I'm doing to create content for you guys too. And uh, any new modifications, I've now got, basically I replaced my monitors here. I've done a couple things. I'm planning to make an, like an initial video next month of, hey, here's here's where my setup is at right now. This is my end of 2019 setup video and then maybe end of 2020 we'll do another setup video and I'll show you where I've gone from there after it uh, because I know I used to do those more in the past a lot of it just didn't change at my last place for a long time so uh, and I posted if you guys want to see my last place too I posted a picture on Instagram with a wide angle shot with a close-up shot of my setup as well as the background this is already super nice like I, I got all the cable management done now it's better way better than what I had before in terms of the cable management, I'm super proud of where it's at uh, and everything. So, yeah, I'm just reading the chat here. Nerfed the charge rifle. See, more people are talking about this. I don't know about it yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to look it up. I, I'm going to have to look it up. We'll talk about it on the stream later today. We're definitely going to be trying the new mode, yes. Um... Let me see if there was any other questions recent here. And I'm going to check the questions on my main page as well. You can also, if you are a supporter, you can go to stonemountaineer.com. I am officially launching a new...
Wait, what? Welcome and thank you. <gasps> no, I guess it doesn't. I guess it's not working for my own because I own my own page. So it just gives me a test of what the main one is. But if you are a supporter, I guess it doesn't work for me, unfortunately. Uh, but it'll take you to my supporter feed if you are a supporter. Or you can sign up there too. StoneMountaineer.com if you're interested. Fan subscriptions. I just want to see if there's any other last questions here that I didn't pre-write out. What region is PUBG Life for? I don't know. Anyone have a 240 hertz monitor? I'm pretty sure that's what Acolyte plays with. <coughs> But uh, mine is 165 hertz because I typically don't get over 200 FPS unless I'm playing Fortnite. That game does. So, so it really just depends what games you're playing, honestly. All right, here we go. I got it here. Um, okay, we hit some of those questions. Lapex of custom lobbies. I heard crossplay may be coming. Yeah, we heard about crossplay. They still haven't said anything about that. I think we talked about that last week as well. Love watching the new map. A lot of fun. Can't wait for new. Okay. Not a question. How does it feel? Oh, this is an interesting question. Zachy C asked, how does it feel being an inspiration to many of gamers and startup streamers? Uh, it's a longer question here. It ends with, do you realize people look up to you or have you given thought about it? It is really weird, and I have I have thought about it a bit. I don't really think about it all that much, honestly. But it is something that, um, and I also don't really. I don't know. It's an interesting position. But there's a lot of people that I really look up to as well, and I just try and think of flipping that in a sense um, sometimes. But what I can say is like. If people are starting up streaming or trying to figure stuff out, I always think it's best for people to, you know, I, I almost feel like I, I want people to just go out and work on what they're working on and create what they're doing. Um, I'm, I'm definitely, like, people tell me that all the time, though, and uh, what I'll say is, like, I, I'm just super honored, and I also want to be an inspiration for people where I can be because I've been inspired by so many people and so many different people, even if it's not even in gaming or whatever. Like I, I always wanted to start a business or, or figure out something that I can do. you know, it started with me wanting to like make a t-shirt company, um, with my friend in uh, college. And I quickly realized that I probably wasn't going to be a very great business to do. Um, but I, I love hearing, I love hearing people, Go out and pursue something, like whatever it is. We have so much opportunity, I feel at least. Whether even if it's just like going to the gym, like something I've been into a lot lately. There's so much opportunity. You can do whatever. Like you have you have so many hours in the day to do whatever you want with. Like, I want people to go out and you know it, I know it means a lot of times too. Like, hell, don't watch my stream, don't watch other. Don't don't watch my content, my videos, or whatever. Like go, go do what you want to do, or pursue what you want to pursue. Like I feel like I've learned that lesson a lot over the over the years, listening to podcasts, listening to whatever it might be. Um, and I want to I want to share that and and talk about that where I can and help drive people. And it, it's it's hard too because it's risky to do something like that. When I quit my job, it's like, shit, dude, that's, yeah, it's risky. And it's risky doing anything, but I feel like that's also just, and I think, I, you know, I, I try and tell people, you know, make smart decisions if you do risks or whatever it might be and try to figure out how to do that best as possible. But you got to do stuff at the end of the day if you want to make something happen. I kind of went off there. That was kind of out of nowhere, but I, I, I like that question. I think that was interesting. My hours consist of gaming. I mean, that's that's what it is for me too, Austin, man. That's why I like gaming so much. And, you know, it's not for everybody. Whatever, like, you, it, what, you do whatever you want to do. But that's what I mean by, like, 
I do like to push people in that direction, though, because that's how I felt like I was moved to even start doing any of this or do, besides even this, anything that, uh, that I've done. Even just, go, like I said, just going to the gym. Um, okay. Yeah, a lot of COD questions on this. I'm gonna def. I'm gonna keep looking into this more because uh, I still feel like I don't have a great grasp on all of this. Talk about St. Jude. We did talk about that. And again, if you guys missed it, we are gonna be doing a uh, charity stream next week. But yeah, I think we uh, I think we talked about a ton of good stuff. Hugely, hugely appreciate all the questions and everything, guys. Uh, we're not gonna keep dragging this out. I want to keep these tight, good. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you do have questions for me, keep them coming for the uh, next episode. We'll be back in two weeks. Thank you guys for uh, listening, watching, reviewing, whatever you might be doing. Did that rhyme? I think I'm ready to game. I think I'm ready to go. We're going to be back with the regular stream here, as I always do, very shortly. So stay tuned for that. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast, the YouTube channels, the Twitter, the Instagram, and of course, all the Facebook streams going on. I'll keep you guys updated. Thanks so much for listening, watching. This is Stone Mountain 64, over and out.